Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. You date me, a podcast where me and Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could um, step in all my glasses, call me, uh, call me stupid, and I would say, yes, I'm a dummy, and I can't see now. Um, well, uh, honestly, this podcast truly is not about relationships very much anymore because I'm not dating. But my guest today, what a dang treat! I think she's very, very funny. You've seen her in Broad City. Uh, you've seen her on Chris Gethard Presents and Game Show, which is on Quibi. It's Sydney Washington. Hey. Hi, Sydney. How are you? Man, this is this is how we're doing our Sunday, and I'm loving it. Yeah, this is our Sunday. This is life now. You mm-hmm. just zoom. I gotta say, you look great. You. <laughs> You Thank look you. like you like go out and live your life like you're wearing eyeshadow. I haven't worn eyeshadow in God knows how long. Okay, Nicole, let me tell you. So I I do my Instagram live show because that that is also my life. And <laughs> um I I cook, which I'm really bad at. And it's it's a mess. And I just dress up because I know that the food is gonna look terrible, but mm-hmm. let me at least give you a look, you know? Yes, that's how I feel about stand-up shows when we were doing them. I would never just wear jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-mm. I would always have my hair, like something fun, some butterfly clips, a lot of makeup. Because I was like, if I bomb, at least I bombed and I was pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you the know? way to be. 
that's just kind of how I live. Same with auditions. I'm like, if it's like she's frumpy, I'm like, mom, sorry, you'll have to imagine the frump. I'm going to look <laughs> stunning because I might be bad. But also, right, if you if you at least have the look and the tape was kind of bad, they're still going to remember you and they're like, I think I could find something for her, though. Mm-hmm. I could find something. That's truly always the hope. There was this one job where I read the description. I was like, there's no way they would hire me for this. And my agent was like, just go in. So maybe they'll give you something else. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> they didn't give me anything else. It was oh, a Marvel movie. And they on. said, we can't have you in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nicole, I really thought you were going to hit me with um, a misdirect <laughs> there. But you did not. Look at you. I will say it has happened uh, a cup. There was a, I guess, start on something last year where I went out for the lead. They were like, no, thank you. And then they let me come on the show and do like a smaller part. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe it does work. Yeah. But not for movies. Thank you for the demotion, I guess. Thank, I, thank you. That feels good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But right now, Nicole, we, I low key will take anything. I'll take it. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, you know, if I get COVID working, then <laughs> it means I worked. I left my house and I did something. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's like, okay, so you stay in the house, right? And you are protecting yourself and others, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Th- that's great. And obviously, we want people to do that, right? But say, for instance, you like choke on, um, <laughs> I don't know, like chicken that's like very chewy. Mm-hmm. Or what's the thing that you like uh, often choke on? I don't know. Like uh, there could also be maybe like oxtails where the, there's the fatty part ooh. and you could choke on that. There's uh-huh. just so many things you can choke on and then you die alone and it's like, I did all of that work for six months protecting myself. To just... Die alone. Die alone. Like, or on a cheese doodle. Like, something stupid. (laughs) Like, it's like, we got to live a little bit, no? Just a little? I went to go pick up my medicine uh, like an hour ago from Walgreens. And on the way back, I said, hmm, this is a Baskin Robbins. So I stopped at the Baskin Robbins. I walked into the Baskin Robbins and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get a little treat. I'm going to get a whole fucking cake. So I picked out the cake I wanted. Mm-hmm. And the man goes, would you like me to write happy birthday on it or something? And I was like, sir, this is for me. And he went, <laughs> oh. And I said, I'm going to eat this whole thing and I don't need to say a thing. Okay. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I can't be the only person who's walked into a Baskin Robbins and been like, this cake is for me. No. He was no. so shook. <laughs> Absolutely. Now that's where I'm like, it must have been his first day ever, ever in a ever in a Baskin Robbins. I was like, so many sad people must walk in. I, I, well, that's the, also I want to bring light to like dessert tastes good. Why do you always have yes. to be sad to eat it? it it's delicious. <laughs> it's a, you know what it is when you're sad. People usually eat soup. Now soup is like, it's a hit or miss, but dessert is always delicious. So you don't always- Wait, when you're sad, you eat soup? Yes, yes. Soup is a very um, depression situation or or like a pie, like chicken pot pie. That that reminds me of like somebody doing a breakup or divorce, lost the house. Hmm. 
It, it, Lost the house. Let me get a Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, a three-layer chocolate cake, bitch. Come on, you always, you always <laughs> be having a bad day to want that. I guess you're right. I do like a dessert when I'm happy. I just can't get behind the soup when when I'm sad. I don't like soup. No. I think soup is a crime. <laughs> uh, I think you look goofy slurping it up with a spoon. <laughs> Uh, but then if you're going to bring the bowl to your lips, like you're too, you're too hungry. You're doing like, too much. Put the bowl down. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like clam chowder. Who would ever? Yeah. You want white hot clams? No. Tomato soup? Get out of here. It's ketchup. Gazpacho? It's cold ketchup. The only thing I can actually get behind is like, maybe like a potato puree. Mm-mm. That's like. Not soupy, but like just like real smooth mashed potatoes. Oh, let me tell you, when I'm I'm having a real hard time, I will be like so thirsty for a cheddar broccoli soup. Now that is just throw up. Yeah, but I would go to Hell and Hardy and go in on it. And I was working across the street from one, and I would go in all the time. And the the woman would be like, "You're, you're the one that's like truly finishing this." <laughs> like you're, you're you make the only a pot one. at the beginning of the week, and that pot is yours. Mm-hmm. You'll have a little scoop from that pot every day. <laughs> but it's fine. I I stand by cheddar broccoli soup. It's really a dip. It's really a dip. It is a dip, and the only way I will eat it is from Panera Bread, where they serve it to you in that bread bowl, Ooh. and you can rip off pieces of the bread, dip it in. That's the only way Ooh, I can eat it. Okay, you now you have standards. You have standards. Just just a little. It's like give me more carbs to go with my cheese mm-hmm. stew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a soup gal. No, it's it's yeah. I'm telling you, it's a it's a bad day or a bad month when you're just craving soup all the time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever crave oh, okay. So I do like one kind of soup and that's ramens. Yeah. Nobody told me that ramens was like soup no. or broth with like chunkums in there but it's not soup i don't ramen is ramen soup is soup you we don't put okay, ramen fair. in the soup category i don't see it okay because because ramen is soup with with personality and character so much personality like, ramen goes out it has friends it's living its life yes <laughs> <laughs> soup is in the corner Soup is sad. Soup ain't got no friends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we should be we should be nicer to soup. Is that what you're saying? We should. I guess I should be nicer to soup. Soup is so sad. Did you see Trump's... Uh, it was a video of Trump saying that protesters were bringing bags of soup to protests. And... <laughs> And if you ask them why they had bags of soup, they would just go, it's soup from a family. It's a clip where he says soup no less than 30 times in the matter of two minutes. And I don't think I've laughed harder. I don't believe that that's real, but maybe that was a bit for him. I feel like a lot of his life is a bit. Mm -hmm. Life is truly just so exhausting. He's really a successful comedian. I don't call him a president, (laughs) but a, a really like on the money like method actor and very like thriving comedian mm-hmm. i mean by that standards joe rogan will be our next president Ooh, <laughs> Oof. Oof. Tough. tough to say out loud but i've never met joe rogan i wonder if he's nice i'm sure he's a nice guy he's a nice guy i don't know him but he's also either. got like one of those podcasts that it's just like 
everybody's everybody's feeling it. Yes. Everybody's loving it. You know, when something hits, it hits. Mm-hmm. And it hits hard. Mm-hmm. Have you been dating during this quarantine? Oh, let me tell my story. I'm so glad to be on here. Story. Let me tell my story. Let me tell my story. Let me tell you my journey, Nicole. <laughs> okay, boom. So I, me and my ex broke up like a year ago, legit a mm-hmm. year ago. And I was like going through it because, you know, I'm a lesbian, very codependent. Um, You know, a, a lot of my male was like still going to her house after the breakup. Like I had to borrow. Oh, her you guys were card. living together. Oh, we were living together five years. She was Oof. with me like during my um trying to get sober, my relapse, my depression. Like she's seen the absolute worst of me. So we obviously we had to break up, and it didn't last. And then um, <laughs> obviously we had to break up. Obviously we had uh-huh. to break up. When somebody sees you at their lowest, like they can't they can't get wet like that. It just. Mm-hmm. They like they love you and they they feel for you and they want to do nice things for you, but I don't know. Honestly, you know, it wasn't even her not getting wet. It was me because I was depressed. So uh, I'm, let me not put that on her. She's an amazing person. I, I still love her and talk to her every day because I owe her money. Anyway, so um, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, but do I you guys like actually talk a lot? No, all the time, every day. Yeah, <gasps> she's she we're we're friends. We're That's really friends. So and, fucking healthy. Is it? I, I think so. It, I need to be friends with your ex. Like, if you spent five years with somebody mm-hmm. and then you just straight up never fucking talk to them again, that to me is crazy. Yes. You shared your life with somebody and you don't want to, like, just know how they are. Yeah. I think that's literally psychotic. I think more people need to hear this because a lot of people are on that cut them off. I, I don't need them, that person in my life. They toxic, ex, you know. Et cetera, et cetera. But some mm-hmm. relationships should still be flourishing. Like just because we're not together doesn't mean we can't check in mm-hmm. and see how I want the best. Not yeah. for most of my exes, but this ex <laughs> in particular, I would love, I would love for everything to go right for her because she's really an amazing person that just so happened to be from Detroit. No, no mm-hmm. shade on Detroit, but she just so happened to be from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, but anywho, so then you know, I started dating after that because you got to cleanse the palate. Like after uh, a hard lesbian breakup where, I mean, I had to move out. I had to bring my friends to help me. And I just had garbage bags, garbage bags. And that's how you know you lost in the relationship. When you <laughs> are moving things just in bags, you have nothing. I move, I bought a house and I moved from my apartment to my house in trash bags. And the movers, <laughs> I think, thought they were taking me like around the river bend under a bridge because one of them audibly said out loud, wow, I can't believe this is where we're taking this stuff. <laughs> oh, where did they think they were going to bring the stuff? I don't know, but I literally moved with a thousand heavy duty black trash bags. I mean, what you want boxes? I don't know. Like, what, I, don't... I guess, but trash bags move shit very easily. Yeah, and you label them. You go, "This is the kitchen trash. <laughs> this is the bedroom trash. This is the living room trash." Nicole, you're the only other person I've spoken to that's like speaking highly about trash it's bags. Easy, and moving with like them. especially your clothes. You want me to get a wardrobe box and then <laughs> hang up my clothes? For what? Yeah. For it to collapse into what would be a bag, mm-hmm. and then you pick them up off the floor and hang them. Just put them in a bag. Take them off the hanger. Put them in a bag. Rehang them. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here. The only problem is the shoes, the heels. That like you got to triple 
triple bag the heels because it was a lot of holes. It was a lot of holes in the bag, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they're in the middle of the move the bag rip. It, it, it whatever. That's no here, no there. We don't need to talk about that. We. I'm dating, I'm out there, you know, my Pumkash, just trying to get it recharged mm-hmm. and ready for whatever this dating life is. And, you know, the person that I was dealing with, oop, somebody was calling me. It's okay. It's nice to know that you're popular and people no, call no, you on no. a Sunday. No, no, no. Okay. I've gotten no phone calls today. Oh, what? Nicole, that's insane. You are so famous. The that- only thing I've gotten today was the nice man who lives with me took me off his family plan on the Apple TV. <laughs> so I got several notifications about it. And I was like, I get it. I have okay. no family. Well, all these people are canceled. I'll call you Nicole. <laughs> Let, listen, N- Mateo will tell you that I'm not afraid to FaceTime at any hour oh. of, on the hour of the day and check in and be like, hey, what's up? Like we just spoke yesterday. I'll FaceTime you today. I like that. Yeah. I love it. I'm good. I'm good for it. I, I, I want to make sure that I do my own little personal wellness check. And when I'm doing a wellness check for you, it's really for myself. Interesting. I like that. I like that you're saying that because I know sometimes when I check in with people, I'm like, this is for me to reach out and be like, I need to speak to a friend who I like. Yeah. Yeah. So anywho, the the person after my ex, I knew that I wasn't ready to be in a relationship yet. I, I just, I needed to be on my own because I was so obsessed with being a pair. So Mm -hmm. the next person that was in the way, not in the way, but the next person that had to, (laughs) to deal with me, I I also feel bad about too, because then I started getting on meds and therapy and I was just a Willy Wonka hot garbage of mess. And, and so I think she, she claims that she didn't want a relationship with me, but Sis, let me tell you, the moves felt very relationship-like. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not going to put that person on blast or front street. So then quarantine hits. Mm-hmm. And I start talking to another another young lady. And by young, she was, she was younger than me. She was like almost 10 years younger than me. Wow, I can't believe I said that out loud. But <laughs> because I finally had gotten in a place where I was like, oh, I think I can love, I came in too hot. Ah, I came in too hot and I almost started to act like the last person that I was hooking up with and I put it on her. Mm-hmm. And so we're FaceTiming and watching movies together. And I'm I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, we're in love. And it's like, this is just waste wasting time. Or like she's just like we, we're in quarantine. What else are we going to do? Mm hmm. You, you're just talking to somebody. Right. You make sure the days are going by. <sighs> But then her birthday hit and that's when it was, that's when the turning point. Because for me, I was like, I am ready to love. So I send 50 small cupcakes and two orchids, like the oldest bitch on the block. It's like, who is sending orchids? Did someone die? It's more creative than like sending a dozen roses. Right. That's what I was thinking, Nicole. But when I'm like, oh, this is creative, the person is like, you are crazy. <laughs> it's not creative. You're crazy. You're doing too much. Calm the fuck down. And then we had to disperse. I mean, mm. by and we, it, she was like, I don't want, I can't do this. She was and like, I, I don't like orchids and I don't eat cupcakes. Goodbye. No, she did love cupcakes and she did like orchids. That's why I got them. I was thoughtful. That is thoughtful. I was thoughtful, Nicole. I think it's thoughtful. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
No, it's right. You're you're right. But not, a really nice girl. I obviously, you know, I I was like going through stuff. So she probably got a side of me that did was did probably come off a little strange. But I'm proud. I'm proud of the decisions that I made. May I ask how long have you been sober, or is this a topic uh, to avoid? No, no, no. no. I've, been, I've been sober for three years. Oh, okay. um, I started. I started getting sober almost like five years ago maybe five and a half, but then I relapsed uh, two years in and then I, you know, I had to start all over. Mm-hmm. But I had a, I had a real good stint. Ooh, girl, I was, I was drinking and biking and doing cocaine in the day and the Wait, night. Drink- <laughs> Wait, drinking and biking? Oh, Like on a honey. bicycle? Yes, bicicleta. I was white winding it down like a bottle in and then riding the bike in the summertime from the from Bushwick, the Bushwick in Brooklyn to Harlem. Damn. Harlem. Did you hear me? Harlem. I was was drunk on coke biking in the heat. When I tell you snatched. I was so snatched that summer. Yes, you probably were so thin. It's very thin, but but was thick because I was still eating. I was mm. still eating. Um, but they thought that I had went away to go get um, my butt done, but I didn't. It's just all the stuff with all the... I was working on my glutes, and so mm-hmm. my butt was big, and then face was gaunt. That is wild. That yeah. is a ride. That's like, what, like an hour and a half on your bike? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the heat. This was like the dead of summer. Did anyone almost hit you? That's scary. You know what? Let me tell you, when I was waitressing, um, like professionally as a career, uh, I always was like drunk and high and I had to like overcompensate to make sure that I didn't get caught being too like blackout. So I would be very on alert, high alert. So I was biking and it was just like second nature to just keep my eyes open. I'll have my little speaker going. I would never wear headphones because I think headphones are distracting because you can't really hear what's going on. I think they're distracting as well. At least you were smart while you were Mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I drank the most in my life when I was a waitress. I was waiting tables and you would like literally take your money and then give it right back to the restaurant because I would just sit there and just drink. One time I thought that I had lost $500. I had went to this, I had went to this bar. I'm getting shots, but the, I knew all the bartenders. So they wasn't really charging me. They wasn't, they'll try, try me for a drink, but I'm getting shots. I'm drinking. I'm buying other people. I'm getting other people drink or whatever. And I'm by myself. Spoiler alert, uh, you know, I had got roofied one time and that stopped all those going out. Yeah, going out by yourself. It's like you really do need a buddy buddy system. But yeah, I thought I had I had thought I had lost five hundred dollars and I hit up the bar and I was like, Can you believe I lost five hundred dollars last night? And it was like, girl, no, you gave us five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Why did you take it? What's wrong with you? Yeah, Why truly. would I give y'all five hundred dollars? They were like, girl, we kept telling you, you don't have to do this. This is too much. Too much. You were just throwing twenties at us. You even gave us a fifty. Like you mm-hmm. were doing a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't remember that. They were like, well, you can check the cameras because you were doing it. And I said, okay, I believe you. I believe you. I have been going to them for a long time, so they wouldn't. They wouldn't rob me. Like I was giving away the money. That's. Very funny. Tequila is dangerous. I worked on set 57th and Broadway between 8th and Broadway. 
and mm-hmm. we would either stay at the bar or go like around the corner where we would just yeah we would do like give them 20s mm-hmm. like the 10s and they'll be like oh you don't have to you like but i want to we're handing out 20s like they're dollar bills yes insane because you have so much money on you you're like i have to get rid of it i have to it like my hand was burning on fire whenever i had money on Ooh, i'm so glad when they stopped giving us cash and we would have to like um we it, they would just direct deposit. I was like, oh. this is saving my life. Yeah, to have money on a card instead of just having cash really, really upped my um, like spending in terms of like spending properly. Uh, yeah, I never got that. I was always like, <laughs> take home that cash. Bad. I was also a bad server. I would definitely always forget things, blame the kitchen, um, and then I like. <laughs> I worked at this place where they did like live shows and I was the last person like hired. So I always had to op- like work this open mic thing for singers. No. And I was like, I'm never going to make any money when people just order like two teas to make their $5 minimum. And Ugh. then 20% of $5 is a dollar. And I think, wait, $5. Whatever it is. It doesn't yeah. set you up to be a good waitress. Yes. That's what that is. So then I decided I was like, wait a minute, if I ring in two teas, and then drop this same check over and over and over again, I can pocket that $5 Ooh. and make a little bit of money Ooh. for myself. Because I'm like, am I really stealing if it's like hot water? <laughs> and then I'm like, the $10 I've charged and like actually like put in the system, I'm like, that pays for the tea bags of the people whose <laughs> money I'm just taking. Nicole, the way you're thinking... I thought like that too. So you're fine. Okay, you're totally perfect. Fine. Thank you. And then, Thank you. And then in the grand scheme of things, the, these restaurants are robbing their customers. Yes. Like everything's overpriced. You, we know how much they really pay for the bottles of liquor. Like it's a scam and don't feel bad. It is wild. Cause like a bottle of vodka is like what? 20 bottle or 20 bottles, $20. Mm-hmm. And then they charge 10 per drink. They've already made back the bottle after two drinks. Oh, and it gets better when people are buying like bottle service. Now that's when it really gets criminal because I was I was um, a bottle waitress and they would literally be like, oh, six hundred dollars for Grey Goose. And that's like a forty five dollar bottle. And I'm not going to tell you how sometimes they were were refilling the um, the Grey Goose with, you know, not well vodka. Wow. Yep. I mean, good on you. That's wild, though. So that's why I didn't feel bad for any of the stunts that I was pulling. Because you know what? I Whenever I did get my money, I was giving back to the community. Yes. And making sure the other bartenders and bussers and waitresses was doing well. I was tipping nice. I think that's good. I still, you could literally spit in my face as you serve me food and I will still give you 20, 25%. I just, I can't fathom giving any less. I remember going out with my aunt once and she was like, if they wanted more money, they would get a better job. And I was like, well, if you don't want a tip, then you should cook at home. Because it's that simple. If you really really hate service so much, you know what you can do? Go to the grocery store and bring your ass home and cook your own filet mignon. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you want your fries fast, honey, you make your own fries. Make your own dang fries. I've been making so many french fries. 
so many tater tots because I discovered how to like deep fry them without having a deep fryer. Are you talking about a air fryer? No, I'm talking about putting vegetable oil in a pan with a tall side, tilting it to the side, putting my tater tots in the oil, and they cook evenly and crispy, and they're delightful, and they're delicious. And then I drain them on a little paper towel. Ooh, then I squeeze the ketchup on them, and then I go, munch, munch, munch. I love this. (laughs) You just shared something that I, I didn't, I didn't know, and I'm sure tons of other people didn't know about that either. You can also make deep fried pancakes. Whatever oil you use, do the same thing. Put a little too much, tilt it to the side, deep fry them pancakes. I've never had a deep fried pancake. I used to make them when I was little. It's wild that my mother saw me doing this and was like, this is good for her. She set me up for some nice failures. Well, no, maybe she saw you doing it and she's like, oh, she looks so happy. Oh, maybe. I never think about things like that. Yeah, because parents yeah. are just parents are just trying to find a way for you to keep busy. And they're like, oh, she wants to fry some pancakes. Let her fry some pancakes so <laughs> she don't have to be in my face, you know? Yeah. And also, so like another thing about my mom, she used to make corned beef hash. Do you like corned beef hash? No, but uh. Solomon, Solomon uh, Giorgio does. Mm-hmm. And every time we're at a diner, he gets it so passionately and so proudly that it it almost makes me want to get it. But something, something stops me because I'm like, I don't think I like the taste. Well, only the good ones are out of a can. If it's like homemade corned beef hash, it's disgusting. It has to be Hormel out of the can and it's so fucking good. That's so funny that Solomon likes it. I wonder if it's like... I almost just said a black people thing, but you're definitely black. And then I was like, an island people thing. And I'm like, he's from Africa. Yes, so yes, I don't, yes, yes. There's like truly no correlation that I can. <laughs> no, he's the only one that likes it. I, I haven't met anybody else who fucks with it like that, the way he does. Like in front of a group of five. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to order it in front of a group of five. Mm. Although last time I did order it in public was in... Fuck, it was in a snowy place. Oh, it was Spokane, Washington, which if you're from Spokane, good on you. But Sydney, you don't ever have to go. You I are not, not missing a thing. Mm-mm. The people there are wild. <laughs> I really hated I've my heard time of there. Spokane. I, I I've don't heard like of it. it. I also say the name wrong and people love to correct me. So Mm-mm. if you're listening to this and you're like dying to correct me, don't do it. I don't give a shit. Spokane, Spokane, whatever. But uh, we went to this diner and I ordered corned beef hash, a bagel, and an egg and bacon. And it was so good. And then the next day, I was so ill. <laughs> yeah, that I was like, ooh, that feels wrong on all parts. It was very bad and very wrong. And I brought some of it home. I was rolling around in my bed drunk eating it. And then the next day, I was like, pop, 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 you're sick. In your stomach? Yes, it was tough. You had the runs? Oh, more than the runs. It was <laughs> It was as if, like, uh rocket ships were launching out of my asshole it was horrific okay i have a good story i have a great story because you said that you said that you were drunk eating it or whatever and Mm -hmm. that's like it like alcohol doesn't help you like settle it doesn't it doesn't help with digestion and like Mm -mm. the food just sits there so on one of my like beautiful tequila runs i am not runs like diarrhea but like Mm -hmm. just 
going different places and having like tequila, I I used to love pierogies. Veselka. Remember yes, Veselka? Yes, I yes, would yes. love Veselka. Are like, they still open? I don't know. But I know that people were like, we got to keep supporting them because it's like the best. They're so good. Their pierogies are so fucking be- good. Yes. So I'm okay. I'm like maybe 15 tequila shots in. Oof. And I, I'm like going home. I'm in the cab with my other friend, Jennifer, and we order maybe 25 pierogies or something like that. And I give her half and I take the other half. And then you know how you do the beets and the sour cream and um, the dill and you do all, all the works. So, and I liked mine's boiled. Do you like yours fried? I can eat them either way. I preferred fried, but boiled is fine. Love it boiled. I just love a pierogi. So I'm in the I'm in the cab. We drop her off. We get in a fight because I paid for it. And she's like, I wanted to pay. And I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> We're not men. Why are we fighting over paying? This is stupid. So she gets out and I'm like deep throating these pierogies in <laughs> the fucking cab. The, the cab driver was annoyed because one, pierogies don't smell that amazing. But it was mm-hmm. definitely like arugula and goat cheese. Uh-huh. Okay. D- do the most. Uh-huh. That's me. So then I finish all of them before we get before we get to my destination, I get out, I'm lit. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to hit that bed. Mm-hmm. Hit the bed. I go to sleep. Apparently, I woke up in the middle of the night. Um, I thought I was dreaming, mm-hmm. but I threw up all over myself. Oh, no. I had a, I had a weave, like a brand new weave. Oh. I threw up on the side of the bed, and oh. I thought it was a dream, and... A bitch went back to sleep, was laying in my own throw up. Okay, listen, everybody's got to hear rock bottom, babe. This was one of them. I had many. Some people say one, one rock bottom. It took me about 15. So I had a roommate at the time and she calls me maybe like 15 minutes before she's like, home. She's like, yeah, I'm about to be home. Um, can Can you let me in? Blah, blah, blah. I don't. I forgot my keys, so I'm in a panic, cause the pierogies, everything was sitting in my weave. Ugh. Just, I mean, beets, dill, Eek. sour cream, your mama's shoe, whatever. Ugh. Not your mama, but like in general, <laughs> just everything was in my hair and on the side of my bed, and it had been sitting there for hours. Oh, just bad. My my room just. Uh, you shouldn't need to throw the whole bedroom away. Uh-huh. Anyway, I had to get a mop and I threw my head in the mop in the bucket of water and stuff because I was like, I just need to soak. And yeah, did I clean up in time for my roommate not to notice that I threw up on myself? Nope. Oof. She was like, what is that smell? What died oh. in here? I said, girl, my my soul, my soul is dead. Oh, wait. I was like, mind your business and go in your room that hasn't that doesn't have a door. You know when you have a like a big living room and you just have a curtain? I was like, bitch, go in your room and close the door. And she's like, there are no doors. Door. Yeah, I, I moved out shortly after that. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that is tough. Yeah. But I've done it. Mm-hmm. I drank, I think, two bottles of red wine. I still have a problem with red wine. And I am... Not blind. People have tweeted at me, don't say you're blind unless you're blind, but I cannot see anything without glasses. Like, if you are a friend and you're standing two feet away from me, 
I don't know you're my friend without glasses or contacts. So that, that's nearsighted. Very, very nearsighted. Like okay. I can't drive without glasses or contacts. I can barely read. I have to like, it's, it's really bad. But I was at my dad's house. He kept, kept like cases of wine around. So I drank two bottles of red wine, go to sleep, face down, just pass out. Woke up and I was like, what is that smell? And then there was just red puke under me. And I was like, what is this? And (laughs) I didn't have my glasses on. So I was like, just mushing it with my hands. (laughs) And I was like, what is this? And then I was like, oh my God, it's all over me. What? It's not shit. You can't shit from your like torso. (laughs) So I like took off my clothes. P.S. never put on my glasses and then bundled it all up. And I was like, what? I don't know what this is. And I was like, better. I better wash this. So then I like take it downstairs. And I think my glasses were downstairs. I put my glasses on and I like open it up to put it in the washing machine. I was like, oh, this is definitely vomit. <laughs> yes. And you're like, I probably should just throw these sheets away. Yeah, but I didn't. Ooh. I washed it out mm. and used a lot of bleach. And, uh, you know, wash them up. Well, I will tell you that I did not throw my weave away because I had just got it. And I paid a good, good money for it. And I said, I'm just going to soak it in some herbal essence. Because, you know, herbal essence is like strong. Very strong. Like all of the floral, like a mm-hmm, bouquet. Mm-hmm. And I just I just soaked it, conditioned it. And it it took three days for it to not smell like um, somebody crawled in my scalp and died. But... Yeah, you know, I tell all these stories because it's just like, yeah, you you look at someone and you think, oh, they got it together. And it's like, oh, you don't know my second, third, fourth life. You don't know what life I'm on. You don't know. You don't know me. I barely know myself. Yeah, I cut back on drinking after. What was the, oh, after I pooped myself. I think I've Ooh. told that story on my podcast, so we don't have to go there again. Okay. But I was just like. I think it's time to like maybe not be so drunk that you don't wake up when you got a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was also in a hotel. And then I had to leave a note and be like, I'm so sorry. And I left them $45 or it was like, Uh -uh, that's not enough. Nicole, Mm -mm, $40 for doodle. No, ma'am. Little novels. No girl. Uh -uh. You need to call that hotel immediately after the podcast and be like, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember me. But when I shit in the bed, they were like, oh, yes, we absolutely, we absolutely do do remember you. <laughs> we do do remember you. We do do remember you. I got to say, when quarantine started, I was like, okay, so we're back to just drinking three bottles of wine every night. And uh, then I was talking to my therapist and she was like, well, are you having fun doing that? And I was like, no, I keep waking up hungover. And she was like, well, when things stop being fun, stop doing them. And I was like, hmm. Oh, damn. They should have told me about that for college. Because, like, I didn't get the hint (laughs) with college until they was like, you got to go. So, (gasps) yeah, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't good or fun from jump. So I just Mm -hmm. did four years of, like, terribleness. And obviously my grades just sucks because I just couldn't. I had anxiety and depression or whatever. And they were like, yeah, it looks like we got all of the money that you were going to give. So <laughs> you should just leave. And um, yeah, I I proudly say that I did not finish college. And if you hold that against me, you don't understand. You don't understand the scam that is the system. College is a scam. The American dream is a scam. Yes. 
I mean, I keep talking about how I was like, America's not good. Who thinks it's good? I was just talking to Yasser Lester about it, and <laughs> I was like, tweet at me. If you can tell me, like, three things that are good about America, I'll contemplate being like, all right, fine. It's fine here. But, like, I don't know. What'd they say? Well, that episode hasn't come out yet. But by the time this one Ooh, comes out, it would have yes. been, I think, the week before this one. So, I don't know. I'm excited to to hear or see the tweets. Me too. But first, we have to take a break. Oh. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com newly with two U's with code DATEME20 newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors. 
big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. Sydney, mm -hmm. what is what kind of lady are you looking for? Well, I know all those crazy stories. You're like, oh, this bitch has got to be alone. But I found somebody. <laughs> I found oh, someone. You are dating someone. I am. I found someone <gasps> on Instagram. And what? I talk shit about that stupid ass app that gives me all of the drama and pain and never like the little joy that I get is like memes and stuff that my friends post. But for the most time, I'm like, why do we do this to each other? But yes, I I met somebody on Instagram, you know, slid in the DM. Well, they slid in my DM, but it all started with me, you know, just doing a little bit of likey, like, liking, liking oh. stuff, writing stuff in the comments, and eventually they caught on. And yeah, it just worked out. I feel like we're soulmates, but that's what most lesbians say in the first two months of dating. So it's been two months. I know you're in New York, so like people are seeing each other because y'all really locked down and handled shit a little bit better mm -hmm. than the rest of the country. So are you like hanging out in person? What does dating look like right now? I don't know. Well, the person doesn't live in New York. So oh. there's there's a little bit of problematic traveling for sure. uh, love. But, you know, like I said, it's like you can take all the precautions, which, you know, I wear a mask and um, I get tested and I do what I can. But then there's at the point where it's like you will be mentally unwell if you stay in your apartment for more than a month. 
you'll be unwell. Yes. And I was. I was like so sad. I was like, how are people not jumping off the bridge? And actually, people were. So, you know. Wait, where are they? I mean, I don't know, but I did watch that documentary called The Bridge uh-huh. on Amazon, and it's about people who were jumping off of the Golden Gate Bridge. So sad. But, like, people are, like, so sad, right? They're miserable. And it's like, I just want to live my life and be safe. And if I think that this is the love of my life, I need to get on that um that Delta flight and do it. Wait, where do they live? You oh, don't have to say LA. it's oh they live in LA. They live in oh, LA. Oh, so I can say hello to them. Imagine yeah. I was <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think now being on a plane isn't bad. No. I think it's when Americans start going back to work and then have more disposable income compiled with they're like, it's a hoax. Then I think it's like, oh boy, maybe I won't travel. It was safer in the airport when I went because I went last month and um, it was everybody had every first of all, the flights was small. You could go mm-hmm. in and out of the airport. You could do backflips, cartwheels, mm-hmm. everything. You could like run track in the airport. There was no one there. And then you get on the plane and everybody has their mask on. Nobody's taking their mask off only to like eat or drink or something for a mm-hmm. little bit. But I slept in my mask. I took a nap, woke up puddle of drool so yeah everybody is kind of abiding by the rules for the most part when they're traveling and i mean we like stayed in the house when i was in la or like drove in a car to get food Mm -hmm. uh but nothing nothing crazy like we were you know just trying to be in love i guess or whatever people call it yeah it was it was sweet but (sighs) i'm also i'm also 35 nicole and i'm i'm just like I knew that you were older than me, but that's so wild Damn, to me. bitch, why? Because you, you said do? it the last time we talked. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I fully thought and still think that you are younger than me. Oh, okay. I, you look so young. No, it's just I don't take anything serious. And, you know, <laughs> I, would, I put rhinestones on my eyelids. So that also, that you know, paired with the euphoria, I've done drugs before vibes. Uh, yeah, you think you think I'm in college, but I'm not. I'm I'm an old ass woman, and I feel like I've done enough to feel like I know if something is going to move forward or not. Mm-hmm. And I think we all, especially after everything that just we went through, just stop wasting people's time. Like, just you know, if you want to be in a relationship or not, don't talk to somebody every day and send them stuff and do all these things. If you're like, Oh, I don't really want that. It's just like, okay, so get off the apps. Yes. I do not understand going out with somebody and then having them go, Oh, I don't really want to be in a relationship right now. I'm like, then why are we out on a date? Why are we, why are you literally wasting my time and other people? Not just my time, but like everybody's fucking time. Let me get this right. Y'all are casually dating in a full-blown pandemic? Mm-hmm. Bitch, are you are you mad? Like, these people barely wash their sheets, wash yep. their ass, or yeah. wash their legs. And you're telling me you're going to trust them on these social distance dates? You're telling me that you're going to trust this guy named Earl? Mm-hmm. Oh, because you're like, oh, yeah, he, he knows what he wants. No, he doesn't. He does not change his socks. No. Mm. That's... Nah. Honestly, why I've uh, just removed myself from the conversation. Mm. It's a narrative I don't want to be a part of. Mm-mm. It's I'm getting a little depressed. I sobbed on the phone with my therapist the other day. I was like, I just want 
to be fucked. And she very calmly was like, yes, I understand that. But also there's toys. And I said, Mary, I understand that there's toys. I use toys every night. I Mm -hmm. need someone to like huff on top of me. And then for me to go, this is only mediocre. And she was like, why do you want that? I was like, I can't tell you why. I just just want it. it. I miss it. And she was like, it's okay. There's, I'm sure next week she'll have something more profound to say because sometimes it takes her a minute to go, all right. Mm-hmm. So Nicole has cried to me telling me that she wants something mediocre. I don't really <laughs> understand that. Let me go away and come back, which is what I love. You just want to feel that like you want to be next to somebody and the vibes. It, it feels good. But I will say there's tons of people with empty promises, 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 mm-hmm. and they don't know what the hell they want. They're trying to heal from um, toxic relationships And it's like, babe, I don't have the time. I need to put my eggs on ice. Do you hear me? (laughs) I need a a dirty martini with my eggs in it. And I need to know if I'm going to have a family or not. So, like, do you want to do you want this or not? Or move on. But also, I don't have like a ticking clock. I don't want kids. Like, I don't want a family. All right. I, I think there's nothing scarier than a small child who looks like me, <laughs> who's just as loud as me, but way more reckless because it's a child. Right. Like, it's scary. I was Come a scary on. child. I was so loud. I felt so bad for everything my mother had to go through with me. And mm-hmm. also I was just like a contrarian and I would do things and she'd be like, I don't understand this. And I'd be like, well, figure it out. You're my mommy. But like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want a kid. I don't, I can't. Yeah, I I could personally say that my situation with my mother, I know that she did not want kids, but somewhere somehow managed to have three. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she wasn't ready or she I think she was like forced into having her first kid and then like there's just a snowball effect of everything else. But you know, she did what she could and I, I get it, but because of my relationship with my mother and how like a strange I am for my family. I'm like, I do want a little bit of my own mm. just to, you know, I'm tired of putting my random ass friends down for emergency contacts. Like mm. I, I get jealous of people who are like, yeah, I, yeah. My mom is my emergency contact. I talk to her all the time. It's like, word, you talk to her all the time. Like, ah, it, and, and it's, it's crazy because my mom did get COVID. Um, and it scared me. Cause I was like, I'm, I am under no way, shape, or form ready. I can't deal with any death. No. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a family death? No, I can't. I'm just mentally unstable for it. And I was like, you got to stay alive. But she did. And she still was homophobic and really problematic as she normally is. And I was like, you still got it in you, bitch? <laughs> Even after being in the, ho- in the hospital for two weeks, you still alive? COVID didn't shake it out of her. She was like, I'll hang on to this. You still like, gays are bad? Really? Um, but yeah, I, I just, I want to have like a little family and, um, I don't need the kid to look like me or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. you know, I might adopt who knows Um, my eggs could, I drink Red Bull every day, so I don't even know if I could have kids, but (laughs) I I just want a little something with a partner and, you know, that loves me and wants to have a kid too. And just break the cycle of whatever the Washington Robinson curse is. 
I mean, if I got into a relationship with somebody and they wanted kids, I would like think about it and I like explore my options. But like, I'm not close to my family. Like I'm not close to my grandparents or anything. Like my grandmother went to the hospital on my birthday and I thought it was a treat from Jesus, which is like, (laughs) (laughs) not that she didn't die. She's fine. Right, right, right. It's not a nice thing to say, but she's like very mean to me. And it was just very funny. Can we talk about that for one second? Why do people try to guilt you into, oh, no, no, no. I need to remain nice to these people who, yes, blood are related, but treat me worse than people like a stranger on the J train. Yes. No. Yeah. And I think that's just society. And then like in therapy, I would talk about how like me and my grandparents are. And she was like, just because they're your family doesn't mean you can't put up uh, boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. Mm hmm. So that's like what I've done and I feel better for it. She doesn't reach out to me. I don't reach out to her. And I'm like, this is, this must be a delight for her. (laughs) Like I don't call her anymore. She doesn't call me. So it's just like, I don't know why people are like, but that's your grandmother. And Mm -mm. I'm like, and she's rude. She can go. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) not your grandmother, but I'm saying like, she can, (laughs) she truly can. So mean, but no, I said to her the last time I saw her, I said, honestly, this might be the last time you see me. And she laughed. (laughs) Some people got the hate in their heart. And it's not for me to try to change how you feel or have a new perspective. Listen, I'm exhausted. 2020 kicked my fucking ass and everybody else's. And Mm -hmm. I don't have time to be rebuilding you as a person. I'm I'm barely I'm hanging on by a thread. Mm -hmm. How dare you? And yes, she's your grandmother or or anybody in your family, whatever. It's just like, I I don't, I'm not here to fix anybody right now. This is not, I'm not a mechanic. Really worry about myself. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, that's it. I'm just trying to eat my powder donuts and keep it moving. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I do think the back end of this year will pick up. I don't know why I feel it in my heart of hearts, but I think October is going to be like when it all starts to be okay for people. Um, And I think 2021 I really think it's going to be like the year for everybody because I claim 2020 to be my year and it's been a bad year, but <laughs> it's, I feel, it's wild. I was like, I'm going to tour less. And then the universe went, you won't tour at all. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, I want to like take a break from some things. The universe was like, great. You won't do a thing. So I mean, but some great things happen for you this year yes. and moving in, uh, moving forward just with your shows and awards and everything. And it's like, you also are getting the shine that you deserve in a, in a fucking pandemic. Yes. So that's why I'm saying I got to phrase it a different way. So 2020 is going to be the year for, or no, 2021 will be the year for everybody. Yeah. But I think that's what we need to stop doing. We got to stop claiming these fucking years. We got (laughs) to close our damn mouths and just let the year play out. (laughs) It's like when somebody's like, oh, we're going to get married. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't Mm -hmm. put, cause then the universe is here. The universe is cause it's more than one universe. It's like, oh, say what? You mm-hmm. think that you could claim something before I do? Let me switch it up. And that's why I think 2020 was cursed from the beginning because everybody kept talking about how 2020 was going to be so lit. Then yep. what? We was on our backs. We were on our backs, on our couches, <laughs> in, in the fetal position. <laughs> Truly, like three months in, 2020 was like, go fuck yourself. Yes. Which is very, like, very ballsy, but also rude. But also 
a New Yorker. Yes. 2020 is a New Yorker. Yes. 2020 is a little bit of a New Yorker in a way where like some good things have happened, but a lot of bad things have happened because people are like, New Yorkers are rude. I'm like, no, they're not. Mm. They just don't suffer no fools. Like they're mm-hmm. like New Yorkers are, I love New Yorkers. I miss New Yorkers because people in LA will lie to your face and smile. So where fake. in New York, they'll just be like, Oh, I don't know where you're supposed. I don't know. I don't stop talking to me. And you're like, got it. And, okay. And that's what 2019 was fake. It was trying to let you th- make mm-hmm. you think like, Oh, things are, pretty good no 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 we're fine don't worry like trump is president but we're gonna make it it's not gonna get worse than this and then 2020 was like Uh bitch let me show you the truth yep like a new yorker oh boy sydney do you have any advice on how after covid is done i can go about trying to get my fuck on Mm, mm. well if you just want to fuck good thing is that well, people are... Well, no, I want a relationship. relationship. Okay. Now, this is what I say. I think write it down. Do you write... Have you written stuff down like that before? I have. I write down every year what I want in a partner mm-hmm. um, and what I... Like, just, yeah, what I want. Okay. And are you a person that's, like, open? Yes, very open. I'm open You're to open. any old thing. No. Which doesn't sound nice, but like I just, I keep my options open because I hate when people are like, oh, well, I'm just not attracted to that. I'm like, oh, well, how do you fucking know? Exactly. You don't know. It's true. It's it's very true. Okay, so you write it down. You're very open. You're doing all the right things, right? But also, it's kind of like when you pivot and don't even think about it sometimes. That happened. That's good too. That has happened to me where, like, if I don't even think about work coming, because when I stress and like, I want a book, I want to nothing is my my emails empty as fuck. Nobody's reaching out. I ain't got nothing. Bank account looking real sad. But then when I calm down, I'm like, it's gonna come. Don't worry. Like, I, I before the pandemic, I had a roommate. I didn't think that I was gonna be able to move out of my ex's apartment. I I had nothing but garbage bags, and now. Mm-hmm. I got this little apartment by myself. Cute. It's you know, cute. And it's, you have in, plants behind you and plants mood lighting. Living and, you know, am I paying my rent on time? No. But the rent is getting paid <laughs> all by myself. And I'm working through it. So it's like, I was like, it's going to come. If, if I keep stressing it, then that's when I don't get what I what I deserve. But when you relax mm-hmm. and just let you know, the the arms of an angel take you in and give you what you deserve, maybe it might happen. But also it's like right now the caliber of people, I'm not going to lie, is pretty bad because they're like selfish. They're they're sad. They <laughs> they don't have anything to talk about. They are bitter or angry or mad at the system or just they're they don't even love themselves. So. Right now, if you date most of the people, if you were able to go out, we're getting people who went through World War Five right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's like would be good to wait it out a couple months and like just chill and not even think about it. And then hopefully when there's a vaccine, you could really get out there and get a better level of I mean, if you it, it's men, right? Or women? Doesn't matter. I'm into whatever. I mean, I can't just say whatever because whatever. I uh, 
have said on podcasts, I'm like, nobody really slides in my DMs that I'm into. Or no, I said, nobody slides into my DMs. And then some people have slid into my DMs and I'm like, and then, I should no, amend I was, that to yeah. like people I'm like just attracted to like right off the bat. But like, I don't know. Sometimes when you talk to somebody, you're like, oh my God, I never thought of this. Like the first, no, the third woman I slept with, okay. I was like, we were in a bar and I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. And mm-hmm. it was like somebody that I knew and never felt like that before until we like were looking into each other's eyes. And I was like, oh my word. So I don't know. That's why I don't take anybody off the okay. table. I like that. I like that. But I, I really do think, because I've talked to so many of my friends and I feel like my friends are good people, but I also feel like they're in really bad places. Like, it's just yeah. even if their career is going well, they're miserable. Even if their relationship is decent, they're miserable. Even if like, oh, we get to be out and about and do st- do things are like, oh, but it's so scary. It's COVID. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't like people are just nervous and stressed. So we're not getting the best of the best here. The election about to come up. Mm-hmm. So like, I really just think you should just like Just buying a house, about, I should wait till after the election to get into a relationship. To be honest, Nicole, straight up, the fact that I'm doing something long distance, mm-hmm. it's only because like something inside of me is like, oh, this is my match. But otherwise, no, ma'am. Like, when that when that younger girl was like, I'm not ready to date, I was like, she's just not ready to date me because I'm old and like I'm crazy and I ain't got nothing going on and I don't even have a deadline. Like, it's just, I was going nuts and then Mm -hmm. this other person just swooped in when i wasn't even think about it but yeah i just we went through it i don't know i i really feel like there's something good out there for you and just don't give up and don't um don't be too hard on yourself because you're doing amazing sydney thank you (laughs) i'm gonna ask you a question i ask every guest i have would you date me Yes. (gasps) Yes. <gasps> oh. You're so funny. You skate. Like you. Not you well. Not, that doesn't matter. You're not scared to try new things. You said, I'm going to get on that pole, bitch. And I'm going <laughs> to wear these heels and I'm going to do it up. And like, you're going to buy that Jeep and you're going to take these photos and you're going to have fun. And it's like, yes, that's exciting. We get these mundane ass people on these apps that don't do shit. And they're like, I like hiking. It's like, ugh, do you know what life is? Yuck. Oh, I like dogs and ice cream. That That is your intro word. You're so fun. And you like, you're beautiful. And you got body and you, you do you. different things with your hair. Like, come on now. Sydney, thank you. There is some woman in Minnesota dating a man that has not had a haircut mm-hmm. since um, 2005. <laughs> he looks the same every single day. We, black women, we change it up. Our eyebrows one day is green, the next is purple. Like, mm-hmm. how could you not want to date us and you? You'd be surprised. Losers. I think so. Well, Sydney, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, this was fun. I had a good time with you. And um, I think. I, I like your podcast because it's like, why won't you date me is a real question that everybody asks, mm-hmm. especially because we don't get closure from when people like cut us off. But I also feel like maybe there could be like a part two of your podcast. that's like people who will date you. Hmm. 
Well, I don't even know how I'd go about booking that because right now, like, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, do you want to do my podcast? Also, uh, why won't you date me? And they're like, oh, I, what? I would. <laughs> No, no, would no. It's like, would you date me? And the, these are people who oh, yeah. are. Would you well, date they me? They would be fans, and we all know that fans are like See, out of control. But I don't. I wouldn't do something like that specifically because I'm not trying to like broadcast a relationship in real time. Yeah, like the right, people right. Oh. I don't even talk about people in real time. I will wait to talk mm. about somebody till it's been done for months. Uh, just because oh, I'm like, bitch, I don't. You're so smart. Well, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't need that person the minute we stop dating to hear me talk shit about them. Ooh. So it's like, if you wait a couple months, then they're like, are they talking about me or somebody else? So mm. it's like, you never know. And it stays pretty ambiguous. Um, you're so you know, smart. Just trying to be a little smart. You know uh, you are. But uh, sometimes, uh, I don't know. Sometimes people will, I've had a text or two where they're like, is this about me? And <laughs> one time it was, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to tell. I was like, yep, yeah, definitely, definitely was about you. Sorry about it. And then there was no like follow up text. So it's like, whatever. I don't know. People are, they're wild. Now that I, I'm just like really open about dating women, I try not to, I don't want to trash a woman. But if I yes. was straight, Oh, I would let all the dirty laundry out. Oh, well, people get very upset when I say I don't want a tiny dick man. Oh, come on now. For me, I am like, you must understand, unless you're dense, I am talking about a cisgendered man. Yes. And I don't want his tiny dick. Am I Mm -hmm. dick shaming? No, I just don't want a tiny dick. That's just, that's how I feel. And then people have been like, well, what if they say they don't want a fat woman? I'm like, then great. We don't have to fucking date. That's what is your, your problem? I don't give a shit. I'm not shaming him. I'm just saying I don't want him. <laughs> Nicole, uh, I understand. It's the people. They don't understand. They make me mad. Sydney, do you have anything you want to promote before we wrap it up? Uh, you know, I just got a, a cute ass uh, Instagram show. Um, that's every Sunday at 7 p.m. But I might change the time. Who knows? But it's um, I can't cook, but I say that I can. And I have people try to help me cook something with a recipe or not. I would love for you to come on if you can. I was too afraid yes. to ask. because Oh, please don't be afraid. I, I like are, you. I think yeah, you're well, very fun and funny. I would love to help you cook something i'm so bad at it no it's better when you're bad i like it's better when you're bad i have watched mateo cook things he's beautiful at it meticulously oh, watch him he's and then art. try to recreate it like i tried to make uh-uh. his carbonara and i just scrambled <gasps> some eggs it was my so bad. favorite oh he it's is so like good king king of carbonara carbonara um but yeah that and i have a podcast called the unofficial expert and that's it nothing else that i love it that's great thank you well, if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me, you can like, you can subscribe, uh, give me a five-star review. Also, if you send me something nasty, uh, I will read it. This person yes. said, hey, Nicole, I want to shove a lump of coal up in your hot little snatch along with a time-lapse camera. Ew! And watch that ew, lump of coal form into a diamond. Oh, okay. Of the purest kind with only the sweltering heat and pressure of your fantabulous pussy to cook it to perfection then i would extract that perfect diamond from your perfect pussy and secretly plan the loveliest marriage proposals uh with the custom ring i will painstakingly make by hand for you 
Uh, with each, I would ask you to be mine with any of the finest eatery establishments. What? Oh, they're going to take me to the Guy Fieri's restaurant to propose. Okay. And then it says, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> My favorite are the nasty ones where people are like, okay, bye-bye. Or I hope you're, I hope you're well. I love you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Okay. Bye-bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.